The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 10. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, or you're changing careers. You're now ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your journey to becoming a physician. All right, this week's podcast is going to be a fun one. It's going to actually kind of reintroduce who Rich is. I know we introduced him back in session one. If you haven't heard that one yet, go to opmpodcast.com slash one, and you can hear about Rich, hear about me, and why we're doing this podcast. But we're actually going to dive in a little bit deeper with Rich today. So let's go ahead and say hello to Rich. Rich, welcome. Hey, good morning, Dr. Ryan. How are you? Why do you always, you, you always call me Dr. Ryan? You've earned is, it. Is that, is that a normal thing? Dr. Ryan. I, it, it seems to be always calling doctor. It's somehow, you know, it seems to be informal yet formal at the same time. <laughs> I get it. So that's the, that's the, the joke there. Informal and formal. Dr. Ryan. Okay. Awesome. Well, Rich, uh, we've had some questions come about. This is episode 10-ish, I think, 10 of the Old Pre-Meds podcast. And we gave you a little introduction in the first episode, but we didn't really dig into your background and how you became like the go-to person for non-traditional pre-med and medical students. So I want to dig into that a little bit and, and find out why uh, you're so passionate about what you've been doing over the last several years or many years and, and kind of where, where it all started from. Sure, I can talk about that if you'd like. Uh, for me, how I got involved with this could be almost a specific place and time where I had an epiphany that I wanted to go back to medical school. And that was in the fall of 2002. And realized that I needed to work up a plan on how to do this. And within a couple of days, I came across this website for the National Society for Non-Traditional Pre-Medical and Medical Students. But their website name is what call me, oldpremeds.org. They were a small online group. Uh, I quickly got involved with them online. I got involved with their conferences. And since they were so small and looking for basically any warm body, it began to help out a lot. Um, most of these students who were involved were older people going back to med school, going back to pre-med. I was doing the same, but I was also involved in business, and they didn't have much of a business mind, and the, the organization was sort of running on less than a shoestring. So I effectively took over as business manager somewhere about 2005, ran their conferences. Uh, because I'm in this position where I'm not a school advisor, I am not a pre-med, I'm not a medical admissions officer, but this atypical place where I got to interact with pre-med advisors, post-bac directors, medical school admissions, osteopathic admissions, offshore schools, uh, the exam prep companies. I got involved with them for the conferences and I got to know everyone and sort of was able to see the big picture from starting pre-med through getting into residency and was a good to help develop this organization into a much more solid and effective resource for non-traditional students at any place during the process. And I had to learn the application process uh, very well in order to do that. 
And because I was speaking to both ends of this, the pre-med advisors, medical admissions, I got to see all the sides of the process. And therefore, I had a different view, a different take, and a different understanding than most people get involved with this. Pre-med advisors don't normally know what goes on after you get accepted to med school. Medical admissions people don't really have a good understanding at times of what an undergraduate has to go through, what does volunteering mean, what does EC mean, what a course is, how to do all that. And so that just gave me a unique position and understanding to help people with. And that's how I got involved. So you, at some point, said, I want to be a physician. What, what happened to those aspirations? Um, part of it was just my whole, you know, I, I went back to pre-med. I went back, to, did an informal post back, did very well. And for many reasons, my relationship, my uh, monetary considerations, uh, sort of put that aside for a year or two. And then unfortunately, like many people, were hit with a financial crisis, so it put me in a very bad financial situation, and I decided that it wasn't prudent of me to try to start medical school now and taking on a huge amount of debt, where I decided just to stay involved with the organization. And that's basically my decision. Um, I was very glad I actually went through the post-bac. One of the things I learned from that for students, that post-bac isn't simply to prove to medical schools they can do it. It's also to prove to yourself that you want to do it. Are you willing to work this hard for this long and get someplace? And I think it's much wiser for most students who are considering medicine to really consider that post back as a much less expensive place in time, effort, and resources to answer that question than start medical school and realize in your first year you can't really do this. Um, Unfortunately, there have been several members from our group who have gotten into medical school and have had to drop out on those first two years. It was too much for them, too much for family, too much work. Um, I don't think they really understood what they're getting into. And And that's an important point for people to do. People don't consider that piece of it. That's interesting, and, and maybe something we'll cover in another episode is, is maybe some, some lessons learned from those people um, that you can tell. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Well, Rich, I'm glad that um, you did not become a physician so that you had that opportunity to dedicate so much time and energy and effort into what you were doing at Old Pre-Meds, and hopefully I, I do uh, Old Pre-Meds justice by continuing what you had started or were continuing on i'm sure you will all right so that was rich more about rich if you needed to know more he uh, certainly is super knowledgeable about everything that we're talking about and uh, i'm glad that he has continued to help out the old pre-meds community even though he has stepped down as the director but We'll continue on with the old pre-meds podcast, the old pre-med site, and Rich will help out as long as he wants to. So thank you, Rich, for continuing to do that. If you want more great information like the information that you found in this podcast, go to mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. There you'll find all of the fun stuff that we're doing at the medical school headquarters. That includes... MCAT podcasts, which are coming up, a medical student podcast, which is coming up, and everything, everything, the pre-med years podcast, which has been the staple of the medical school headquarters 
for over three years as we're recording this episode here today. So again, mededmedia.com. I do want to take one second to thank a review that came in for the old pre-meds podcast. And that came in from, it came in from uh, Tim Horesco. I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, Tim says a much needed podcast by a podcast by a master podcaster. Oh, thank you, Tim. Tim actually has a podcast himself, the Pediatrics Emergency Medicine Playbook. I think it's called. Tim is a physician and podcaster himself. So thanks, Tim, for that review. We also have another one from Average Bladder, which is an awesome username says, this podcast is very helpful for non-traditional pre-medical students. If you're non-traditional, such as myself, that does not have much support or go to sources, or go to sources, this podcast is a wonderful source of information. So thank you for that average bladder. I hope you can make it to the bathroom in time. If you want to leave us a rating and review for the Old Pre-Meds podcast, we enjoy them. You can do that at opmpodcast.com slash iTunes. That'll take you right to the iTunes store and you can take a take two minutes and leave us a reading interview. The other awesome way to share this information and to help us out is to share it and just tell your friends, tell your classmates. If you're a non-traditional student in a post-bac, go share it with your post-bac director and whoever else may want to listen. So, until we come back next week, I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay motivated, stay encouraged, and I hope you'll join us next week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.